Welcome to Peers Like Me. Peers Like Me is a regularly updated podcast developed to increase everybody's understanding of the effects of people who have behavioral health issues on our families, neighbors, and communities. Peers Like Me is designed to increase understanding and knowledge for people in our community from a peer, people with lived experiences perspective, which will result in improved community inclusion. Our hope is that by sharing our knowledge and experiences with the issues, our community will gain better understanding and acceptance, resulting in an improved quality of life for everyone. Today, our guest is Kevin Smith, Director of Mental Health Peer Connection. Our host is Maura Kelly. Thank you, Ernie. Today, we're honored to have Kevin Smith. Uh, He fit this in his busy schedule. Uh, Kevin has a bachelor's of science degree from Buffalo State College. He is a New York certified peer support specialist, a wellness recovery action rep facilitator, a certified recovery peer advocate, and has a provisional and opioid overdose prevention trainer. And is current, and of course, he's currently the Mental Health Peer Connection Director, which is part of the Western New York Independent Living. And Mental Health Peer Connections uh, vision statement is a peer-led organization facilitating community-based options for behavior health recovery. Good afternoon, Kevin. Uh, good morning, Maura. <laughs> Taking us a couple of hours uh, ahead. I really wish it was that would make my days shorter. I would have yes, less yes. behind me than uh, I do right now. Yes. But thank you for well, having thank me. Thank you so much for joining us today. This whole peer thing is very popular. Um, people... I've noticed in my community, people, when they say peer, they just say, well, like, I'm going to be a peer right now. I'm going to share about myself. And it's like, hmm, I wonder what that means. So Mental Health Peer Connection, what is Mental Health Peer Connection? Mental Health Peer Connection, I explain it as a beacon of hope for anyone dealing with uh, behavioral health issues. Um, we're an agency run for and by peers. Uh, people with disabilities. It's a place of. It's a place that has a history of uh, breathing life to people when so many others have turned their back on them. That's what I think it does, and I have a personal connection to it. You'll, you'll probably figure that out as we ask, as yeah. you ask me more questions. So it's not just saying, "Hey, I'm going to have a peer moment with you. I'm going to share that my cat died over the weekend." No, no, it's it's way more than that. And and you know what? And and so many people think just because they decide to have a moment with somebody that it automatically makes them appear. And it's so much more to it than that. It's so much more. That superficial definition or 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 whatever they want to call it in that moment is far from what it is that we are and what we do every day to help people just like us. Okay. All right. So. How, what led you to this path that n- now you're the director of Mental Health Peer Connection? Oh my How did you get here? What, what, what Did you just decide you were going to be administration of a very big agency? or you that, know? Is, that, that is by far from what I, I, I thought. I, I first came to these doors of 3108 Main Street and luckily Mental Health Peer Connection back in 2003. I was freshly released from an institution, in my case, Department of Corrections, and the Division of Parole said, hey, something's wrong with you. You got to get counseling. I was fortunate enough to have a father and a stepmom who were social workers, but they knew of an agency 
that might be different, even though they didn't give me a lot of background. So in my head, when I came, because I was voluntold, mm-hmm. uh, I came here, I expected more of the same because I had had some experience with counseling and, and agencies. And in my head, I had this preconceived notion based on all my previous experiences of what I was about to deal with. I thought I was about to walk into a place People were going to tell me something was wrong with me. And then they were going to tell me what they needed to do to fix me. And I walked in the doors of 3108 Main Street. Instantly, I knew something was different. I I, I met people who talked about mental health issues or life challenges that they had. And I wasn't used to that. I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? And one of the earliest people I came in contact with, I remember him saying to me when I first met with him, what is it that you want me to do? Or what, how, do, how can I help you? And I'm like, wait a minute. In my head, I'm thinking, wait a minute, you're not going to tell me what I need to be doing. And yeah. instantly, he made me understand that I had some power or control over what it was going to look like in order for me to get help. Because I, I, I've always, you know I mean? Looking back, I, I know now that I've always suffered from anxiety and depression, but the treatment that I've experienced, nothing ever helped. So instantly right. I come to this place where, you know I mean? At the time I didn't know what it, it meant, but they were giving me power. They were giving me skin in the game and that made a difference. So I, I, I saw them a couple of times and you know I mean, then a few months went by. And then uh, my mentor, now, you know I mean, uh, to this day, uh, Maura Kelly, offered me a job. She said, uh, I have this position going out into the community, talking to individuals who are homeless, and uh, we want you to see if you can get them into the agency so we can link them to services and, and, and tell them how great it is to get employed and how employment can change your life. So she, she, she believed in me even though I didn't believe in myself at the time. And I took that job. And I learned very quickly that people in the community who had challenges that included homelessness uh, connected with me. I would go to soup kitchens and I would sit down and I I would have meals and and people would talk to me. And uh, people came to uh, uh, our agency for services. Uh, They wanted to be a part of our job club. and, And you know what I mean? They, they wanted to be here so bad that they would come from the city mission and, and, and they would miss dinner to participate mm-hmm. in our uh, 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 support group that was in the evening. So we started providing pizza and wings to them. And mm-hmm. one thing led to another. And then I just had one job after another. And of course, I, I still had some challenges and, and, and I ended up in an institution again and I, I left and I came back and uh, again, uh, the, the great people at, at, at MHPC uh, continued to believe in me and, and the work that I had done in the past and, 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 and offered me another job. And I went from job club to uh, enhancement program to just a host of other positions that finally led me to where I am today. I, I just kept coming. But, but one of the things that stuck with me early at the time was, I, I remember when uh, Moore Kelly offered me a job. I didn't even own a button down shirt. So I come in with this blue shirt and I was so proud and, 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 and she's interviewing me. 
And she said something to me that I never, ever forgot. She said, because uh, I, I, I never, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I had odd and in jobs, but nothing like this. She said to me, she said, don't take anything and show up. And I, 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 I never forgot that advice. The only thing I did take was I sucked in all the information from her and knowledge from the people that was around me as much as I possibly can. And I showed up every day. Sometimes I showed up early. Sometimes I stayed late. And here I am today. That's great, Kevin. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like when you first came to MHPC, it sounds like people heard you and that you had a voice. Have, have you ever had a voice before yeah. that? That like, was that was so different. That was so different. You know, the, I, I, I guess I, I had a voice, but it was only to answer what they wanted from questions that they would give me. So it, it wasn't a voice that mattered. It wasn't a voice that was heard. So right. I, I just, you know, I mean, I, I always never felt like the treatment was helping me. I didn't mm -hmm. feel a part of it. And yeah. here it is. I have people telling me that, hey, I, I, I have this problem. I have this problem. I, 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 I have mental health issues and I'm able to come to work every day and I own a house and I pay taxes and I wanted some of that. I That's wanted great. some of that. So they just didn't share one experience with you. They shared their life with you. Whenever appropriate, yeah. they shared their life experiences. Right. And those connections, because those were connections, I heard it. For, for heard your it. sake, not for their sake, right? Not they, for their sake. Okay. It yeah. resonated. They connected to me. And, and that made all the difference in the world in my life, because no matter what happened, I always came back. I always That's needed great. more of so in looking at mental health peer connection, uh, lately I've been focused a lot on mindfulness and uh, that seems to be a, a buzz terminology now, but uh, it helps me stay in the present. And uh, this is a concept, like you sort of get in touch with where you're at now. So I'm wondering if you can sort of help us get in touch where, with where, where MHPC is now. Like, can you give me five words or statements that would want one would want to see in MHPC? What if I came in? What would I see? And and this is something that we've thought about and we've talked about a lot. I think what you would see is diversity, and I can say honestly because I've been here uh, off and on a total of maybe fifteen years. 11 this time around. Uh, MHPC, long before I was a director, has been an example of what it looks like to provide services to the community. Mm -hmm. Their staff looked like the people they were trying to work with. Mm -hmm. It has always been a diverse uh, uh, population and staff from, to my knowledge. So yeah. diversity, flexibility, we try to meet people wherever they are, whether it's the soup kitchen or the city mission, the library or their living room. They'll, 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 they'll see that. They'll understand that. Self-direction. They'll see self-direction. They'll see consumer choice. And they'll see recovery happening because we are peers. We're genuine. There's no big me, a little use. And we welcome the opportunity to help everybody. And our staff look like the people that we're helping, no matter That's where they great. are. Great. From the hospitals to, to wherever, ECMC, the outpatient What about the social clinic. economic levels? Do you, like, 
do you focus on poor people or affluent people? Like who, we don't, who could we don't turn anybody away. All right. All anybody, right. like I said, from the soup kitchens to the city missions, from the library to your living room. Okay. We don't care. If you have behavior health, 18 to whatever, you come in here, we don't care how much money you got. None of that stuff matters to us. We just want to figure out what it is we can do to help you. All right. That sounds great. Okay. So in my mindfulness uh, concept, can you give me five words or statements about what one feels when they are around MHPC? What, what, like for mindfulness, it's like five things you see and then five things you feel. Okay. Uh, what would I feel going there? I, I think the, the moment you've met with a peer at MHPC, uh, I would, I would think that you will feel one hope that, you know, I mean, that there's, 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 there's something out there for me. You know what I mean? Hopeful. Uh, I think you would feel respected. You would feel empowered. You would feel uh, a connectedness and uh, mutuality because I believe a positive relationship between people is how you connect and that resonates with people and that makes them want, want more of whatever it is you're selling or providing, whatever, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. it is. That mutuality is very, very important. And had it not been the mutuality that I talked about, even though I didn't use the word of what, when it, you know what I mean? When you asked me what brought me to MHPC, had it not been for that mutuality, I probably would have left and ended up in prison or worse dead. Right, yeah. Okay, so we got what you see, what you feel. What do you hear at MHPC as a participant or as being mindful? Uh, what what What's what's going on with well, hearing? Because, like, like I said, uh, uh, because because we 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 understand we don't push anybody. I, let me let me just say that, and we meet people where we are. So we make sure we're conveying progress, not perfection, because you want to make sure that people understand those small victories count. We the, we 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 also want to say, you know, I mean, make sure that people understand that your past doesn't have to equal your future because so many people believe that. Yeah, uh, they, they just see say one word like schizophrenic or, oh, there's, you know. Exactly, and they yeah. take that on and it's like, okay, and then you're stuck there. No, yeah. no, that, that's not who you are. Person-centered, you're in the driver's seat, we're here to help, and wellness tools, yeah. wellness yeah. tools, okay. wellness tools. All right. what, what, is, what does that mean, Kevin, wellness tool? What well, does that mean? Wellness tools can mean many different things to many different people. We have one tool that we use called a wrap plan. And mm -hmm. in that wrap plan, that wellness recovery action plan, we help people when they're in a good space, identify not only what it looks like when things are getting bad, but tools you can use to help bring yourself down or back to a level of calm to avoid a escalated crisis. A wellness tool can be taking a walk. Or could it be mindfulness? Could it can also be mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It can be yeah. just being mindful of the moment and taking 10 deep breaths mm -hmm. or just listening to yourself breathe or listening to the birds. It could be anything. It could be everything. It's, 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 it's individual. It's it, okay. it, 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 like I said, it could be whatever it can be, whatever it is to, to different people. It, 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 it changes from person to person. We help people identify that stuff 
and create it uh, or write it down, document it in that rap plan. So in you saying that, it seems like your staff must be pretty creative. Like the quality you're looking for is someone creative, you know, with who's creative. Is that? Yes. Yes. Cre creative. You know what I mean? Our, our staff get uh, plenty of training and we, we, we encourage them to think outside the box because yeah. there's no straight path to right. recovery or wellness. You know what I mean? We, we always remind them of, of their own journeys. You know what I mean? I always have that picture in my head of, of, of the starting point of wellness or recovery and then the uh, arrow at the end, but everything in between is right. all squiggly and right. twists and turns and to get to the other end. Right. So, so you got to be creative. Yes. So I know when people are leaving institutions or programs or they have safety plans and all this stuff, are there any alternatives besides the traditional ones uh, like calling a suicide hotline or, you know, thing that might attract police to your house or are there any options? Does Mental Health Peer Connection have any alternatives besides just call this number and your, your problems will be solved? Are there any? Call this number and your problem will be solved? Or well, your I, crisis you know, diverted? Yeah, but I does think... Does MHPC uh, do anything with that? Well... I, I think it, it, it like I said, it, it, it definitely uh, varies from person to person. When we help them to develop that rap plan, part of uh, the rap plan, it actually asks them what it is you would like to do or who it is you would like to call if this was to happen. So they can list uh, who it is that they feel comfortable talking to. They can list who it is that they would feel comfortable with just sitting and being mm -hmm. around. And the important thing is, is to be honest with yourself when you're creating that rap plan and share it with whoever mm -hmm. is a positive influence or a support in your life. So mm -hmm. that person might be a mother, it might be a brother, it might be a grandmother, it might be a peer. Right. So yes, we, we make that a part of that rap plan. All right. So is... Is what Peer Connection doing, I'm assuming everyone gets paid to work there. Is there any evidence-based proof or uh, validity to what you're doing that it works? Like it works as far as people recover or get on with their lives? Or? So is it is it a, a evidence-based practice you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's definitely an evidence-based practice. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong because I'm horrible with dates. I believe it became an evidence-based practice in 2007, I want to say. Uh, the Centers for Medicaid, Medicare and Medicaid Services uh, declared it evidence-based practice because peer support, I mean, peer support keeps people out of institutions. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. it, 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 it prevents people from going to hospitals and uh, anything of the like, behavioral health centers or whatever. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. people... Uh, get well and maintain wellness by interacting with peers. Yes, it's evidence-based practice. All right, great. So what services does mental health peer connection provide? Like what, what would you just, how would you describe what you do? Well, we provide a host of services from benefits advisement, financial literacy. What does uh, that mean? What, what, like, by, what do you mean benefits advisement? Benefits advisement basically will help anybody to understand the benefits or entitlements that either they're eligible for 
or uh, explain to them uh, in detail the benefits that they're already receiving. Our benefits advisors are certified through Cornell University. We'll help them with SSI, SSDI. We'll help them uh, get on Medicaid. We'll help them with past plans. Whatever it is, we'll help them with that uh, 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 has anything to do with entitlement programs or financial stuff that, you know, I mean, like I said, they might be eligible for and not even know. Uh, we'll help them to maintain benefits if they want to go back to work, which a lot of people yeah. don't know that they're even eligible for. All right, that's good. I know some people that are on disability because they've been labeled with a mental health issue want to get a job, but they're on Social Security and they're in government-funded housing. And if they get a job and income, they they have to pay more rent and their social security decreases. And it's like, why bother? Why, why, why should someone even think that way and be in jeopardy of losing those entitlements? Well, I think the important thing is you have to determine where you are as far as your mental and physical health and whether or not you're able to push forward, to put yourself in a better position to support yourself, have more money, to do more things, to financially make your life better. Uh, not only does it make your life better financially by increasing uh, the amount of limited income you're getting by being on those services, but it puts you in a place of of, of, of having something to look forward to. It makes you proud to, to go, to get up and, and earn that paycheck and, and, hey, I did this. And you know what? This is something that I accomplished. Uh, I, I believe in, in, in wellness to work. You know I mean, so, so you have to decide, do I want to uh, continue to, I guess, receive this limited amount of funding, which is okay if, you know I mean, you're in a place where you're in your life where that is what you need in that moment. But if you're in a place that you're ready to explore something different, then our benefits advisors can help you. You know what I mean? Maybe you can go back to work and uh, you'll qualify for the two-year trial work period where you can keep those benefits and the money that you make and, 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 and just to see if that's something that you're, 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 you're likely to, to, to like to want more of. So we got to explain it to people in a way that, you know what I mean? It's okay to have the benefits, you know what I mean? If that's what you need and, and that's where you are in your life. But you know what? There's, there could be so much more. So money usually talks, you know, money is yeah makes the world talks. go wrong, even though we don't like to think that. Yeah, uh, we definitely need it. So what are the other services? Well, uh, in addition to... Uh, uh, I guess I said the financial literacy, uh, yeah. we provide, of course, there's a peer counseling. Uh, we offer a host of support groups, whether they're virtual or in person. Um, there's transitional services. Uh, there's a uh, life coaching. What's uh, transitional services, Kevin? Well, transitional services, we help people transition from institutions, whether corrections or hospitals, back into the community. Yeah, it's, it uh, seems... It seems like, Kevin, a lot of people that used to be in psychiatric hospitals are now in our state prison system. Are you seeing that in your agency? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and there's a Sam. And it's, you know, 
I don't think there's a, a busier time than, you know I mean, noon at the med line and, you know I mean, some of uh, yeah. uh, these institutions, the lines are so long. And yeah. instead of helping people, uh, they demonized uh, the fact that they have mental health issues and they do not get the help that they need uh, because it's been criminalized and they toss them in these facilities and no one seems to think, at least on that end, that at some point you're going to have to release these folks. So it will be easier right. and cheaper to provide the services that they need so they don't wind up in these institutions where nine times out of ten they're going to be taken advantage of. Any other services? Uh, the vocational, um, yes, we have uh, HCBS, which is the Home and Community-Based Services. Uh, we also have uh, uh, CORE. Uh, we provide uh, substance use uh, uh, services through our Addict to Addict. Uh, program. We also provide uh, family support uh, through so, the family. One thing I know for me is sometimes my rights are violated, like literally. So they're violated because I have been diagnosed with a label of mental illness. And sometimes mental health providers or housing providers or the community discriminates against me because of my mental health issues. Do you guys handle that? Do you guys work with that? Do you, would of, you help me with that? A, of course we can. Another one of the services uh, that should have been at the top of my list is advocacy. We'll advocate and, and fight. We give voice to the voiceless as long as there's something that you want us to do. We'll advocate and oh, is never the first option. We'll All right. never voice just accept no. I voices. always encourage staff. A voice for the voices. That's that's great, Kevin. That's great. Uh, like, it's so important because sometimes I just feel so trampled on, and I, I know other people feel that way too. But it sounds like exactly mental health peer connection is uh, helping people stand up on their own. Exactly, exactly. Advocacy is 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 always right up there at the top of the services because you know what? It's it's like you said. So many people experience that, and 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 we tell staff, man, remember when, because we know. Yep. I mean, we we are the, the people we serve, so right. they've experienced it too. Right. So how can I get? How can anyone get help or get MHPC uh, services? Like, do you have to pay? Well, or like it's, it's it's free. Our services right. are free, and. You can literally just walk into 3108 Maine and ask for in an Buffalo. intake. 3108 Maine, Buffalo, New York, 14214, and, and ask for an intake. Or, you know I mean, you can uh, actually call 716-836-0822, extension 126. Uh, and if for some reason they don't answer, leave a voice message with your name and contact information. Someone will definitely call you back and you tell them what it is that you're looking for and they'll connect you uh, right to us. Okay, all right. I hear there's a lot of paperwork. Well, there, there's definitely some paperwork, but here's the thing. Yeah. And in, in, in order for us to continue to do what we do and for the people that give us money to provide these services, we have to, complete some paperwork okay but it's not all about the paperwork okay You're not so just walk if i was to come in and get help i would expect some uh silly uh mundane questions to be asked so yes. you guys can continue funding yes but I it's mean, like it's, going through the hoops to get what you really yes. need 
It's it's okay. a necessary evil, and I like to explain it to people as, please help me help you. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, Kevin Smith, Director of Mental Health Peer Connection, thank you very much. And again, they can call 716-836-0822, extension 126, just to reach out and uh, if you be want empowered service. and have a voice. Yep, if you want services. But if you just need to talk about what else that we might offer here, you can dial that same number in extension 147, and I'll gladly take your call. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much for taking your time out in this busy day. Good, good luck to you. I appreciate uh, that right. more, and 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 thank you for everything you've done. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Okay, thank you. You've been listening to Peers Like Me, a podcast that explores issues related to behavioral health, sponsored by Western New York Independent Living Inc with the assistance of the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Today, our guest has been Kevin Smith, Director of Mental Health Peer Connection. Our host has been Maura Kelly. This program features the song Thanks for Morning" by Caliph Nasirs, available under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial license, which can be viewed at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy dash nc slash 3.0 slash legal code.